This is Noche Galactica, episode 56, East Oakland y el Mombatón. In this episode, Poeta Galactico y Más Noise talk about growing up in East Oakland y el ritmo Mombatón. And today we have a special guest, Más Noise, straight from East Oakland. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good, bro, doing good. That's what's up. And Más Noise is a, is a young producer from East Oakland. Currently, we are right here in the Fruitvale. Uh, you already know what it is. We come from the mud. And um, we're going to dive into your story today. And there's going to be some topics, I think, that are super important for for our listeners to, to understand. One is around the, you know, the genre of music that you create. Um, and the other part is about growing up in East Oakland and representing that in the industry. But let's go ahead and start with a little bit with your story, man. Like, what you go by. Yeah, so my name is Mas Noise and... Um Originally, I'm from uh, Mexico, Costa Chica, mm-hmm. which is like in Guerrero. And Costa Chica has a lot of like African influences, African people that live there. So that's like where I'm from. I, I, I have that culture in me, you know, the music, the cumbia. Came to Oakland when I was eight, eight years old. Been living here ever since. Got into music when I was in high school. Started going to like underground raves, which is like electronic yep. parties, and then met some friends. Found out a friend was actually making electronic music, which was something that I wanted to do when I first heard electronic music. And then he put me on with the software. I started just messing around with it on my yep. own and just trying to figure things out. It took like about three years to just figure out like how to how it works, and then I. I picked like the genre that I wanted to make because obviously you have to like pick a genre or you can do multiple. Yeah. I found Mumbaton, which is Mumbaton is a genre that's like electronic music and reggaeton combined. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was created in 2010. It's a super underground genre-ish, I guess. Even though if you listen to like radio songs, you would hear the Mumbaton influences on there. Okay, so just recapping, uh, you were born in, in Mexico, Guerrero. Yeah. Um, and then you pushed it to the States, came here when you were eight, and uh, you've been residing in East Oakland yes. since then, specifically in the, fru- in the Fruit Belt area. Uh, and then around 2010, this Mumbaton was created. You're in high school, you start vibing to the things, and you're like, yo, I want to get into some music. I'm big on this. Uh, I'm also big on music. Uh, we created a quick remix. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. feel like two years ago, you dropped some hot beats. That's and I was coming like, out soon. <laughs> it's coming man. out it's soon. It's coming. Soon. It's coming out. Yeah. Um, and I think there's there's a couple things. I think when you grow up in, in, in survival mode and you come from different places, you know, you kind of establish yourself in communities. Music is a gateway to a different world, mm-hmm. right? And especially when you strike or create a movement like Mombaton. Uh, it kind of gives you an outlet to all these different aspects. It's, it helps you with your mental health. I don't yeah. know if that no, kind of helped it you does, out. Yeah. Um, so diving a little bit more into Mombaton, um, where can people find it? Is is it kind of like there's parties out there, or it's kind of like nah, like people don't really hear it unless they know about this underground movement. Yeah, it's kind of like like unless you know about it you won't really like know of a party happening mm-hmm. and also there's not that many Mumbaton events like the clubs won't really book Mumbaton events just because they feel like 
I like I said earlier, they they like they like it, but they don't necessarily want to embrace it. Like they don't they don't maybe don't want the the people that are like um, how do you say the people that are affiliated with listening to that kind of music to come out to their venue. You know. Yes, mm, let's, let's dive in a little bit more into that piece. Like why you feel like the music is dope. You know, I heard a couple tracks, mixes, and it's kind of like, it gets you in the mood. It's like, man, I want to party, yeah, you know? Like, yeah. this is my, my soul is feeling this. But I think you touch on a topic that, is it, is it the music too rowdy? Is it like, it brings people from different backgrounds who maybe are not used to environments? What yeah. is it? It's that. It, it would get, like, people that are not your usual, like, um, your usual, how do you say it? Like, customers to the club. Your usual attendees to that to that club, right? Because they have like their said um, clientele of like yeah, what, of people yeah. that come, you know, say like I don't, I don't really like using race like yeah. that. But most of the electronic clubs are yeah. white people and yep. Asian people. Yeah, you don't really see Latinos or African Americans there. Yeah, and then Mumbaton, it opens up the possibility for the people to be like like black, be Latino, because once they know the music, like Mumbaton is like not. It's like uh, Africans, like like in Africa, and Mar- Maritus. It's like an island mm-hmm. in Africa. Like they, they love Mumaton and they make their own version of it, and it's sick. And it's like they don't. Like I don't want to, you know, like talk, kind of say like, because I don't know all the clubs. But from yeah. my experience, most of these clubs kind of don't want those people to be in their venue. You know, mm. they rather just stick to the. The old ways, which is just like 50% white, 40% Asian, and then the other 10% is other. Sprinkle in there, people of color. Yeah, exactly. That's like, that's the comfort zone for the venues, you know? Because that's that's how it's been for a while, I guess. Yep. And they know if if they start throwing these Mumaton events, slowly their clientele is going to like... Shift. Be like 50% Hispanic, like 30%... African-American, yep. you know, and then maybe they think, this that's kind of why. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. then the white people might not want to come out to their event mm. as much, you know, so it might like, it might, yes, it might like make them look bad, but, yeah. but it just... It just, it, it just sounds like even with the music, there's layers to like access, you know? Yeah. There's layers to like who gets to go to what events. I used to be a big raver myself. Mm-hmm. Back when I was probably like early 20s, I would go to like um, Beyond Wonderland, yeah, yeah. all these little events, yeah. right? That the music would make me feel part of a community, but you're right. A lot of times I would look around and the demographic was white, Asian, right? And the tickets were expensive. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So it's yeah. like they're already cutting off like so many. Like a large population yeah. of the people who can't afford it, they will enjoy it but can't afford it, right? It sounds like Mumbaton is a way to revolutionize music, right? Is what I'm hearing from you. And I think it's a space where people of color need to gain more access. But I, I definitely can agree with you. Like a lot of times people are so used to the old ways of making money that allowing something that looks different mm-hmm. might close gates on on the uh, their usual yeah i like i understand that that's why i've never had any issues with any club yeah it's just like what i the imp like what i see when i get like rejected yeah from them and then like i see like the kind of events they're throwing i'm like yeah I'm a, it's not it's not the space for that I guess. yeah you know i can take that like 
I wouldn't mind if they just told me straight up, you know? Like, yeah. You know, like, we're not the place for that. I'd be like, okay, I'll just keep it moving. And find, like, a... Yeah. Find a spot. Make my own spot, you know? I, and I think that's that's the part of, like, changing the narrative and creating your own space so people can be like, oh, that's different and I like it and I fuck with that, yeah. you know? What are some places that your music has gotten to, right? Uh, places where that is that played and in and, and areas. Like, bro, my music, honestly, like, I don't want to show up. Yo, that's good. My music, it gets played, like, a lot. And I, I'm kind of bad at keeping track. I should be more on it yep. keeping track and, like, actually telling people. Because a lot of pro- young producers do that. But I feel like sometimes that's kind of showing off a bit. But it got played at EDC Mexico. Hey. Like in like the main stage. Like my tracks get got played at like, like EDC Mexico, like yeah. EDC. EDC, yeah, EDC yep. Mexico. It got played at like I wanna say uh the Miami Festival. The Ultra? The Ultra, Ultra yeah. Festival? Not the main stage, okay. but, but you it know, got played. It got played. Yeah. yeah. Uh got played at clubs in LA all the time like all the big LA artists that are like like they're like big time artists like you know? bumping mumbaton yeah, music they they always drop like a track mm. like they 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 know you know so like it's like I'm like they know about yeah. it's just they know what's up you exactly, know exactly yeah it's like, okay that's, that's what's why up. I kind of don't really like pay much attention to that yeah i just know that it's getting played yeah and I'm happy with that, cause for me it means the same of it getting played in EDC or some club in like Spain, like a small club. Yeah. It just it just means I'm doing something good. But yeah, I mean, seeing it in EDC, like that that was crazy. Just to see like, hella people. Like, yeah, vibing to Yeah, like uh, dude, you get like you get nervous even though it was like a recording. Yeah. And, like, Oh, like when it's just a drop, like are they gonna like jump or what? You know, and then oh. you're just like, oh shit, they're jumping, bro. Like what the heck? And then you just think like, wow, like I made this song like in my room by myself. That's fat. That's just like that gives me chills, yeah, man. Yeah, bro. And then like to see that, it's like, dang, like that. That's crazy. I, yeah, man, you should be really proud of yourself, man, for a conference or something like that. And one of the one of the things just bringing it back to like our movement is that. We have this season called We Come From The Mud. And when you share that you made this in your room by yourself in East Oakland. Yeah. And then your music got played at EDC Mexico in your homeland. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, you just, your it's mind. It's crazy. It's just like, it goes like, I don't know, like it just spins, bro. And then you're like, what? Like, at that point, I feel like anything is possible. Yeah, yeah. That, like. All the like little bad stuff like about the yeah. venues not yeah. like that means nothing. nothing. When you see something like that, it's just like whatever. We'll find a way around that, you know, around the problem. But that's not the concern. Like the main thing is to make music and keep that like that energy that I saw, like the people there. Like, yeah. Use that energy and then like recycle it to give out more energy to them and then just keep it going, bro. Like, that's that's what life is about, man. Giving and receiving energy and putting the best effort you can out there. And I think I think we're gonna dive into a little bit more of East Oakland and, and what does it mean to you. Um and I wanna transition but not without asking you who's your favorite Mumbaton artist. Um of course, you know yourself, but do you look up to someone to be like, oh, this is the person that kind of inspires me to do music like this? Well, uh, Munchie, mm-hmm. he's from uh, Rotterdam, Holland. 
comes from a Dominican background, yep. and he's to me he was just ahead of the time. Like in 2010, he was making tracks that if you listen to now, it'll sound like the same as a track that was made like a year ago. Oh, dang. So he was he was way ahead of his time, and he's just he's super quiet. Actually, like like talk to him and like we talk on ID and yeah. stuff so I actually have a relationship with him and he's told me you know like bro like don't stop making music he's like I people send him songs all the time you know so he's like I like people send me some tracks and they're kind of shady and they're still going he's like your stuff is like pretty fire so don't don't even think about stopping and just hearing something like that from like like someone like him you're just like yeah bro like even when you do get those bad like feelings that you want to stop you think about that and you're like nah i'm not yeah. i'm not gonna stop bro like it's little things like that like that keep you going and i i want to just spend a little bit more time talking about this piece of when you come i feel like there's a lot of similarities when we come from an environment that sometimes doesn't empower us to like keep going there's times where you doubt yourself it's like Yo, damn Definitely. No one around the family members yeah, or yeah. friends, no one out here cheering for exactly, me though. Bro. You know, you're like, yeah. I'm here about myself. Like, should I keep going? Yeah. I'm in this, like, I don't know how big it's your no. room, but my room is like, it's yeah. hella small. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. there's barely light in here. Yeah. I'm literally in yeah. the trenches, you know? Nah. But the part of like, keep going, doors start to open like magically. And it's just it's, it's just energy, you know. So yes, to that, keep going, keep pushing. Something's gonna pop up. No you know? matter what, yeah. There'll be like dark times, of course. You know, it's like it's with anything in life. But you have to remember why you're doing it. You know, like the, your true intention. And yeah, like remember what you've accomplished, even if you think it's not nothing big. But just think on it sometimes, like um, to refresh your mind and like not sucking too much negative because that can get to, i've seen it where like i have friends who are like super talented like started like making music around the same time and they're from like mexico yeah i want to say like maybe like 10 friends right and now out of the 10 maybe like one or two are still making yep. music you know and, like i check up on them and stuff and they're just like ah, bro like it, it wasn't working out you know and i ask i'm like why He's like, yeah not, not getting what i wanted yep type of thing and I'm just like bro like of course man like no one is really getting what they want like at first but you, you still gotta keep going you know like but it's hard to motivate someone when they're on that stage I just kind of be like yeah man well you know you should if you should come back if you ever will have the chance to because like I've been like your music is good like just try to give them like a last bit of this yeah it's that sense of community that we're in this together yeah. and, but it, it is hard there is dark times and you gotta make sure you feel the emotions but keep it moving exactly all right so, so the second part of this of this podcast is to really talk about east oakland right um a lot of the listeners know that noche galactica was created in 2018 um my best friend and i started recording our own conversations in the car on high street we just parked yeah. there it's like yo people got to know about our, our conversations yeah. they are deep and I was like, all right, let's let's cook up a podcast. And Noche Galactica came out of that. And I represent DP Stokeland to the core. Like, I'm from 98. And what, what I'm trying to create with that is, yo, a lot of people have this negative image of East Oakland, DP Stokeland. Not so much the lake area. You know what I mean? Like, it's becoming gentrified. Everyone loves the lake. <laughs> love the lake. You know? People love it. 
But when you start talking about East Oakland, you start talking about like deep East Oakland, people are like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go there. I go there for tacos, but I don't know if I want to stay there too long, right? But I think you and I have this like similar wavelength, and correct me if I'm wrong, is we are trying to portray East Oakland in a positive way. Correct. Right? And I want you to dive deep a little bit more into like Mombaton, East Oakland. What does it mean to you? Earlier, you mentioned that there's, you know, artists that are maybe from an area like Oakland, but a lot of times they don't represent it because there's a negative connotation to yeah, it. Yeah, so they like they rather pick the neighboring town, which is San Francisco, and it's already kind of on the map when it comes to like electronic music and anything in general. San Francisco's like pretty world known, so yep. they're just like, you know, just switch the location. I'm from San Francisco, and I like see that and. It makes me sad, bro, because yeah. like, I can't, like, go up to them and tell them, you know, too, because I know why they're doing yeah. it, and it's like, like, they're just trying to, like, I guess, make it, but I'm like, there's ways of making it and keeping it, like, keeping it real, I guess, like, say you're from Oakland, I mean, yeah, Oakland has, like, this bad image, but there's also, like, this good side of it, which is, like, it makes you... It makes you want to do things, I feel like. Oakland is Oakland is magical, bro. Like, I agree with that, like, man. Oakland has the history of it. Like, if you do know some of the history of it, like, the people that have, like, lived in Oakland, it's, like, it's, like, a lot of history, you know? So just the history alone can, like, inspire you to yep. do something. And then, of course, the lifestyle, like, living next to, like, people that look different from you, you know, like, just... Like being so close to to like different races and stuff is like that. That has its good parts too, because then it just it kind of makes you not really see the race thing as much, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's how I kind of yeah. feel. For me, it's like a blurry line, especially when it's African Americans and uh, Mexicans, and then like the Southeast Asians yep. that live here. Like for me, like I just. I just see them as I say like Oakland dudes, you know? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like people, Oakland motherfuckers. I'm yeah. Like, Oakland motherfuckers, like, which is, that's what I grew up with seeing in my high school. So, yeah. That's like what I like about Oakland. And of course, the whole hyphy movement yeah. and all of that, that's probably when I first started getting into like music, music, yeah. you know? And yeah, the hyphy movement. The hyphy movement. <laughs> um, when you think about Oakland, right? And you think about like, the Fruitvale area or maybe areas within the east that you lived in, how do you feel impacts your Mumbaton music? Well, it makes it more like, um, like I, I feel like I have the freedom to just experiment with so much, like, like different type of sounds, different like, yeah, like I don't just keep it one, one certain way, you know, because living in those areas, like I said, is like, it's, it's different like you can walk like two blocks and then like it looks so different compared to like the other side and the vibe is like it's hella different because even though there's a lot of like mostly Mexicans back then it was like mostly Mexicans they'll be from different states so just taking a stroll through like through the hood like a part of the hood you'll hear like different kinds of music you know yeah. from different states of Mexico and that for me that that I didn't even know but now when I'm making music it's like I, I get those memories back and I'm just like 
I hear like the cumbia thing, I hear like tamborazo on yeah. it. And then I bring those elements into my music. I, I switch it from like, you know, hip hop ish yeah. to like more like cumbia, mm -hmm. but still keep it like Mumbaton. So that that's one of the my styles in Mumbaton. That it, it can go from like, like super hip hop ish Mumbaton yeah. to like more cumbia or like something else like this. Quick. Yeah, quick. Dang. And then my next question to follow up with that is, as you continue to push this music forward and kind of change the narrative and the landscape of what it means for you and for the audience, where do you see yourself going in like two years, five years down the line? Because I'm, I'm assuming that you still want to continue to pursue this music movement. Yeah. Yeah, where do you want to push your music to? Well, worldwide most likely, but also like in Oakland. Like I wanted, I want Oakland to be like my based out of plays you know like I'm based out of Oakland so I wanna I wanna see those plays in Oakland go go higher you know like mm -hmm. like right now I say second country that plays my music the most is like India mm. which is like it's cool you know but I want like I want like Oakland to be like their two like top three because it's just it's something that I feel like people would love from Oakland and then kids can like get into it you know it's it's like a movement it's like a movement and that's for like a, a couple of years like yeah. I, like i just want to kind of get my recognition from the, the, the area town, around yeah, yeah from the town yeah. not like i don't i don't want to be like yo that's fun noise but just plays wise you know like if i see like oh there was 25 plays from oakland today you know like in one day i'll be like whoa that's like that so, would like yeah. that would make me like just feel so cool and just keep making it Yes, but that's for like one to two years, yeah. you know. For five years, like I want to see myself just touring, state to state, just crisscrossing yep. uh, USA, going from like Portland to Miami, going to LA, New York, back yep. and forth, in a year, and then eventually start flying out the country, you know. Hit, of course, Europe gotta go to Holland. Yeah. That's because Mumbaton is big in big. Holland too. All the South American countries, it's big like Chile, um, Brazil. So for the five next five years, touring is where I see myself touring, like just touring. Like I won't maybe be able to make as much music yeah, yeah. as I'm doing right now, but it's something I want to do too. You want to pursue, that's what's yeah. up. And then as we start to wrap up this podcast, what are some like key takeaways of your young upbringing in, in the town, specifically in East Oakland? that made you who you are maybe the mentality maybe the i call it resistencia you know to resist a lot of the shit that comes your way out here who were some like pivotal moments or maybe people that helped you become who you are now i want to say like um definitely one of my i play soccer too yep. by the way so that that kind of kept me out of trouble too so one of my first coaches his name was tony he would like go pick me up and take me to the games and he would kind of lecture me on mm -hmm. the way to the games and the way back, you know, like, he's like, I know Oakland is like, you. it's easy, like you said, to get into Bastos, you know, but just because it's easy, it doesn't mean you have to do it, like, those words kind of stuck with me, you know, like, just because something is easy, it doesn't mean you have to get into it, and thanks to him, like, I always, I was like, gotta keep busy with something else, because, like, if I just stop doing something, like, I know I might end up just up to no good, you know? Yep because yeah like it's so crazy and um man like other than that like it sounds kind of sad but 
I kind of just been by myself, yeah. man, most of the time, and I just I push myself. Right now, my little sister, she like, mm-hmm. she supports me like a lot. My girlfriend. Probably. Shout out to the girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> she like, she knows all the songs before. That's what's that. up. <laughs> Yeah. That's what's up, man. Look, I think growing up in Oakland, you name it earlier, like it's a beautiful, magical place, but it's also pure. For me, it has been pure reality. Like reality, reality HD to the core. Like you see the bad, you see the good, and you see the real shit. You know, like no one's gonna come and save you. Like you gotta put in the work, and you gotta stay consistent with your craft, and you gotta make sure you have something that's gonna keep you pushing. If not, you already know where you're gonna end up at. All right, man. Any shout outs you want to give your books or people, anything you feel like, man, this is, I feel, I feel gifted to give this energy back through this podcast right now. Well, I want to shout out the dude that gave me the first episode. Hey, studio, shout know? out to him. Saul. His name Saul. He, he makes music now. Their name is, uh, he's with another homie. Yeah. But their uh, producer name is Dem2. Check them out. Dem, D-E-M-2. They make some dope house music, hey. man. So yeah, that guy, he, he's the one that gave me the... He plugged you in. Yeah, man, for free. That's what's yeah, up. So always going to remember that. That's what's yeah, up. Man. So shout out to him. Anyone else? And your your links are where people can find your music at. My links, they're all Maznoise. It's spelled M-A-Z-N-O-I-Z-E. And then you can just type that in at Instagram, uh, Spotify, Apple Play, SoundCloud. I, I release a lot of music through SoundCloud because... I do a lot of remixes, but also Spotify, yeah, like I got a lot of music on there too. That's what's up. And you will be able to find all the links um, attached to this podcast, all the information. Be on the lookout for the remix oh, dropping yeah. soon, you know, yeah. is that anthem. The anthem, Dropping, bro. it's yeah, dropping um, all around, you know, East Oakland, we out here. It was a pleasure having you on the po- on the podcast, and this is Noche Galactica. It was thanks great, for man. having me, bro. No uh, doubt, man. For having me. Yeah, and I like what you're doing too. Like I, I, I peep your Instagram story, bro. The uh, poetry, like that, that's just cool, bro. We're here, man. Yeah, man. All right. Well, have a good one. Keep pushing, man. All right, bro. Thank you.